We live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want. How we want. Real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Jossium. Hey, this is your boy, Jacinth from In the Trenches. Hey, listen, today we have a hot topic. Does common courtesy and respect no longer exist? But before we get into this topic, some people have a, dis- a, a misunderstanding of what common courtesy is and what respect is. That's because you may not have been taught what either one actually means. But let's go into today we have the lovely, the lovely co-host, the one and only misunderstood Adrian. Hi, everybody. Right. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> and we have, uh, again, a, our special guest, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Ken W. Johnson. How you doing, sir? All the way from Texas, man. There you it know is. it. <laughs> <laughs> That Philadelphia lady, even though I'm going for the Philadelphia 76ers, I mean the Philadelphia Eagles uh this this week when they play, that's that they my team, the quarterback is off the chain, so I know he gonna do his thing. Cause I was sorry, Texans and them cowgirls are out. <laughs> Amen to that. Nacho year. Okay, all right. So the question is nowadays. Does common well first let's define what is what is common courtesy to you guys? What is common courtesy common? is is when I open that door for that young lady, I see her coming and she don't say thank you. I tell her come back in here and shut the door on her. That's common courtesy. <laughs> you know, I ain't gotta open the door for you. These ladies are gone crazy. Used to open the door for them out of respect, let everybody through. And I do that now. I open the door when I see them coming up. And then those guys come right behind me and nobody say thank you. And I'm crazy enough to just say, hey, didn't y'all mama teach y'all how to say thank you? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have to open this door for you. So I let it, you know, so I tease, I tease my wife. She she said, you don't open the door for me. I said, when I hit that remote, they all open. Get in. <laughs> That's common courtesy. <laughs> I bet he said that's common courtesy. He said, I hit the button and that's common courtesy. How about that? Yeah, but people don't say say thank you. You know, I teach my son, I taught him that at a young age open the door for your sisters, open the door for your mama. And then, you know, you're supposed to say thank you, but people feel entitled. And which the ladies should, because men, as gentlemen, we're supposed to be gentlemen, but they're supposed to say thank you, you know. 
Thank you. Because you didn't have to hold that door open for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you come in here in the wheelchair or one of them scooters and I don't open it, then you're going to say, I'm rude. Open your mouth. Say thank you. <laughs> yeah. After they walk through the door and they see somebody else coming, then they actually hold the door for the next person. That's like common courtesy. Don't let the door slam in front of somebody's face because you got in. You know, I see people that they scurry faster just so that they ain't got to grab the door. Like, really? Like, so, but common courtesy. Do you remember the courtesy cup, though? When yep. you used to be able to go to a store and ask for a courtesy cup and they right. would give you a cup? Uh-huh. Like, now they don't even do a courtesy cup. There's no more courtesy. Well, that's because y'all trying to put it. Y'all trying to put big gups in them. You know, it's a courtesy cup. Cool off. A little water to wet your throat. Y'all come over there trying to put big gups, bag of ice in a courtesy cup. Just stealing. Just doing trifling little stuff. Courtesy cup, man. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. They changed courtesy. They changed courtesy into everything else. Like, it was more so a... They charge you 53 cents for one of them cups. We, we <laughs> that's, that's in the corporate store. That's in the yeah. corporate store. And these stores in Philadelphia, they charge you a whole dollar. For Tyrell Goodman, childhood and adulthood were not always glamour. Depression, lack of love from family, mistreatment, loneliness, suicidal ideal, fear, betrayal nightmares from combat, and mental abuse colored his days and haunted his nights. But through self-discipline, determination, mental toughness, hard work through biblical counseling, and keeping his faith in God that was taught by his grandparents, Goodman transformed himself from a depressed and suicidal young man. With no hope nor future in one of the world's top endurances, known as life, the only man in history whose true mission to inspire others so they don't be bitter, be better, and execute. In their daily life, help others in this human race. In Off the Path, he shares his astonishing life story and reveals that most of us face various personal battles internally and as if there is no way out. Goodman's inspiration of no-hold-bar mentality and no more excuses to push past the storm of life eliminates self-doubt and negative people, accepting and build self-love, and develop a relationship with God to be able to reach their full potential as it is meant to be. Ideal motivation for anyone looking to open their hearts and give more of themselves to the world. Available now. Get your copy today. They charge a whole dollar or two. That's called in Philadelphia. Y'all got y'all Philly cheese sandwich, Splitting it half and half, got a 40 ounce, trying to put it in that courtesy cup, you know. <laughs> I think it's great. They charge they charge a big cup of ice for two dollars, but the bag of ice is a dollar fifty. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, they it doesn't make sense. Like the bag of ice costs a dollar fifty, but yet the cup of ice you're gonna charge me two dollars for. So the topic is what? <laughs> and respect no longer exists. Now, common courtesy. Well, you know, it, it's, it's some issues with that because of this. The Bible did say in the last day men would be unthankful. 
-hmm. So a lot of the common the discourtesy comes with that. People are entitled in this age that we're living in. You know, man, unfortunately, a lot of people, and I don't really necessarily just blame it on the parents because when you become a teenager, you're supposed to learn on your own and no common sense. You know, back then when we was coming up, we passed by the church. We take our hat off when we walk by the church, just out of respect. Mm -hmm. See, Rev coming over there, you know, they had to be on their left side because Rev was coming. Mm -hmm. Not no more. <laughs> They'd be asking Rev, do he got a light? <laughs> God. Yeah, because I, hey. I remember when I was a kid uh, living with my grandmother, and her thing was anytime you go in an enclosed building, you better take that hat off your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they taught us. Common courtesy. No, it, it, it don't it's exist. It's, yeah, because we don't have any common. There's not any. There's there, there's nothing really common anymore. Like the people that, like you just said, if you're going generations mm -hmm. behind, then that was common. The way that people did things was common. Like you didn't have to be around your parents to straighten up. You just needed to be around an adult to straighten up. You know, like you could be talking all fly and everything with your friends, but let an adult come cross past you. You don't even need to know the adult, but you're going to stop. Mm -hmm. Common. You know what I mean? Like we all do something like that. But now it's everybody is just like free for all. Oh no, and these then, kids today they not common. They Wait, you said sin. They cursing in front of the elderly. They cursing out the elderly, cursing in front of the elderly. They don't respect these and yeah, adults, the adults, we have to lead by example. And then if you see the adults fighting in the buffet line over them last crab legs and they acting the fool, then the kids gonna act the fool. Or fighting over CC's pizza. You know, it's like I got over, I, I got on one of my friends two weeks ago, him and his wife divorced and they they was fussing and cussing each other out in, in the car. She had the daughter with him. He had the son with him. And I told him, I said, man, don't get me wrong. I said, but I never did that. I said, my kids never heard me talk like that, especially to their mama. And I said, you guys are cussing each other out like grown folks in front of your kids. I said, so. You can't get mad if they do it because they're getting it from you. So it's self-talk. You know, the things that we do, they're going to duplicate it. And you can't be hypocritical because if you're doing it and then they do it, you can't tell them to shut up. You can't tell them to stop using it if that's what you do. My dad used to make us go to church and he ain't never go. Boy would be at home. But when he said, hey, if you go, don't go to church, you can't go outside to McGregor Park and play and do all the other stuff we used to do on Sunday afternoon. So I was dressed up in my three-piece suit every Sunday morning I was in service. <laughs> like the ghetto boy said, trying to find an exit out the business. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> but that was common because we all had to do some type of sort of being drugged to church. You know what I'm saying? So it was some type of an order within all of the disorder that was going on in our lives. The common was no matter what, we ended up at church on Sunday. 
you know, like you know, across the board. God, God works in mysterious, mysterious ways. That's how we used to say. Because mm -hmm. yeah, look, look at this. My dad, they called him Bull, big old guy. You know, he's strong. Bull didn't go to church, but he made sure we went. Bull didn't go to church until he was in the nursing home on his way out of here. Got baptized then, you know. Would cry every time I walk in the nursing home. <laughs> wow. And it's amazing. And I preach this eulogy, right? And I'm like, here's the guy that made me go to church, but then he right. didn't go. Well, guess what I told him? I said, see, sometimes that's how it works. I said, Bull got, was, was trying to get it right in the latter stage. Mm. That's right. Not, sometimes it's not guaranteed. You know, you might get shot, might get die of a plane accident, you know, whatever, some tragedy. But it was like the thief on the cross. He said, man, this man don't deserve to be up here with us. But it was the other fellow that had enough sense to say, hey, but we deserve to be here, but this can't though. He mm. said, but remember me. But anyway, that's another subject. But yeah, people, people is, is that way because of the time that we're living in and a lot of people. But those of us who are 50s and 60 babies, we know better. Maybe 70s is in that group too. But 80s, yeah. and all, them cats on something new. That's some new stuff they own. But they just, I see these kids and I see these, how they disrespect each other, how they disrespect the, uh, the young ladies. And then the young ladies disrespect themselves because yet they get mad when we, as men, call them the B word, but they call each other the B word. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, this is crazy. So a lot of the this, uh respect and stuff is the character and the way they do stuff now we're in a different time and but unfortunately we got some of them that were raised right and they they set the example but for the most part is you know we're in a different dispensation a different time period where these people are just you know they out there bad it's like i used to say when we take god out of the equation then you got to let the devil do what he do because that's his job kill steal destroy I told him he's supposed to be a devil. If the devil's supposed to be a good devil, he's going to do what he's supposed to do. And then we right. do what we're supposed to do. We practice it. We try to. But for the most part, he's not your friend. So that's why all of this come in at because the rappers, the young guys, the stuff that they say, and everybody's singing and doing it. So that's where the disrespect is. But not all, because I don't put nobody in the same category. Mm -hmm. I'll give you your props until you give me a reason not to but yeah it's kind of wild out here for the most part it's wild and people are disrespectful and, and the common courtesy is out the window for the most part but then you got a few people who still say yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir thank you no thank you that's right you know. the blood still works that's right so do you so like do you if i find your wallet i'm going to turn it in like you know there are still people that are out here that will go the far you know the extra now, wait a minute. now it depends on the money you got in there because i'll take the money and send you while it back <laughs> you might catch me in one of them stages my blessing find sister Adrian wallace say wait a minute she got six hundred dollars me uh oh <laughs> that'd be a Look, I'm the type of person you take three and leave me three. I'm good. Send me back my stuff, though. 
Like you take it on church. No, but don't take it on. You had your chance. You you left it on top of the car. You had your chance. You know you (laughs) need to put that on top of the car. So you done blessed me. Hey, now, now I was at a Kroger signature store when I was working one day, and I was doing my paperwork in the car in the AC, and I saw the two Caucasian ladies taking their stuff out the basket. And when I looked up, her purse was there. She left her purse. And I was like, man, this lady left her purse. So I grabbed it, and then I put it in the car with me, and I finished up. And then as I walked into the store, taking it to the manager, she happened to come back. And so she said, young man, that's my purse. I said, yeah, you left it in the basket, so I was going to leave it with the manager because I was about to go. I said, but I wasn't going to leave your purse out there. So I gave it back to her and she thanked me a thousand times. And when she opened it up, she, of course, she went straight to see if her money was there because she must have just cashed. So she cashed this check and she had all of this money in her purse. And she tried to give me money like a hundred dollars or something. I told her, I said, no, ma'am, I don't want your money. I said, because I have a wife, I have a sister, I have daughters. I said, I would hope if that happened to them, somebody would give them their purse back. I said, but uh, trust me, I said, I didn't go in your purse at all. I said, I don't even go in my wife's purse. She asked me to get something out. I just give her the whole bag. So I told her, I said, no, you you don't owe me nothing. I said, because I said, uh, just be careful when you do that. I said, because the next person, they probably would have went through your purse and been gone. Mm -hmm. So she had quite a bit of money in there. And I told her, I said, no. I said, it's heavy like you got a pistol in there, because that's that's what I'd be asking my wife. What's that in this purse? (laughs) Y'all got that purse and y'all got them backpacks now. I say, you got two guns in there <laughs> and some extra bullets. Heavy as this purse is. Get that little lipstick tube out and put on that lipstick and the gun packing in there. I say, Lord, have mercy. But yeah, just common courtesy stuff because when we you were we were raised different. And so when, when you're raised different and you do your part, I know I used to tell my kids, hey guys. You're not better than anybody, but let's make better choices. And then when you do stuff like that, th- that helps them out and they know what not to do and know how to act. And, you know, cause they, when my dad passed and we had the, I guess what you call the, the thing where everybody go eat, what you call it? Uh, the repass. The repass. And mm-hmm. my kids were out there dancing with everybody. They was doing bunny hopping and all of that other stuff. And, and everybody walk up to me and they say, oh man, I didn't know you let your daughters dance. I said, well, no, they can have a balanced life. They can bunny hop. They just ain't going to be doing no dropping it like it's hot. They know what not to do. They, they I, I love if they drop it like it's hot, I'm going to pick it up like it's warm. <laughs> they know. Go bunny hop all you want, but you better not do nothing crazy because we don't do that. <laughs> So you got to just, it starts at home, teach them some common courtesy and tell them what we're not going to do. And then that way it helps them out because that helped me out. See, we from that old school. My mama name is Mary. I call her Sister Mary today. But see, Sister Mary, a pretty good driver. She had that left hand on that steering wheel, but she was able to backhand me a couple of times. <laughs> and I'm like, see, they didn't teach me that when I went to get my license. How, how do you do that? <laughs> You know, how you hit me from driving? You supposed to <laughs> didn't that keep both of your hands on the wheel? <laughs> I 
I will report you. I will report you to the DPS. Tell them you got one hand on the wheel. You hauled it off and hit me with that other one. I didn't see that in the court. They didn't teach me that, Sister Adrian. So how she do that? <laughs> it listen. That's called skill. That's called born in score. That's born in skill. I think that they all had that nice reflex, great reflex, especially well, in the car, in the well, car, and in the church pew. Oh, well, you know, in the church pew, you know, like I say, growing up, my, my grandmother, she didn't have to put them hands. She just gave you that look, you know, that look like, I wish you would. I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> you better change your change that channel. <laughs> I'd be waiting for the balcony. She, she'd be talking about, I heard you up there. I'm like, you supposed to be paying attention to rail. How you hear me? <laughs> Be in trouble when oh, I get home. <laughs> she heard me in the back, and I'm like, Lord, you're supposed to be paying attention to real. What did he say? What he was talking about? What did he preach on? You just know what you did. <laughs> so, do you, so do you think common courtesy, that part, and respect is... I know you mentioned it starts at home, but what about the idea of like, I was taught just like you all, but at the same time, the way I was taught in the fashion of you kind of got your tail toe up, your rear end to make sure you start developing that respect. And nowadays I don't see it or hear that a lot in the homes. Do you think that's one of the, the reasons why there is a, a, a lack of respect? Heck and yeah. Courtesy. Cause see in the seventies, we got beat with extension cards, belts, brooms. <laughs> uh, I fought with two by fours and four ounce bottles. So this generation is weak. Me and my wife used to fight about that. Cause my daughter, middle daughter was kind of light skinned. She got some of them pigmentation. She reached out in them jeans and got that from somewhere. And <laughs> when I used to want to whoop them, she would tell me, no, nah, you're going to make bruises on them. Uh, yeah, that's what you get. In, in, in war, there's casualty. Somebody's going to get hurt. And so that used to be a, a thing in my house. We fight about that. You can't whoop them. They're going to go to school and they're going to, man, listen, I ain't worrying about no child abuse. I told my kids, I gave them fair warning to report me. Police come get me. I'm gonna beat you when I get out. It's all good. <laughs> but you're gonna get beat because the reason why these kids are the way they are today is because they didn't get chastised like we did. Man, I remember a friend of mine in my class told my dad I was acting up and he believed her because he was a friend of the family. He made me drop my pants and whoop me with an extension card. So being the cat that I was, I went back to school the next day and I fought her again. I said, we're going to wrestle in this dirt because I got a whooping behind your lie. I'm going to get beat. I'm going to get my money's worth. You know, so I tore her up like a bag of chips. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't get that. So now, nah, but see, that made me draw a line into what I wasn't going to do because I had my friends. They came to me. They said, hey, we fit to go rob these people, these homosexuals in the gallery. I said, no, nah, man, I can't do that. Because I thought about them beatings I got in the past. I didn't want them. <laughs> beatings. 
So I right. draw a line in the sand and say, okay, I can't do that. And that was only because of the discipline. So when you do that, and what happens is today, society has deemed it child abuse. Mm-hmm. You whoop your kid. Look at the, look at, uh, uh, what's his name? Stratomar, who's got in trouble for slapping his daughter. Now, who in the world get arrested for putting hands on your daughter, slapping your daughter in 2023? Man, that was nothing coming for us. We get backhand slapped for talking back. I remember yeah. we, you know how we used to play that. neighborhood football, right? I was caught myself trying to curse and cursing playing football. My brother hard off and slapped me like I, he was Mike Tyson. <laughs> Guess what? I straightened up because I know if he went home and told Bull, I was going to get it again. <laughs> so, hey, he slapped me. He said, you know, you don't talk like that. Man, guess what? Didn't come out of my mouth again. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Mary's child, Bull's child. It was in his blood. He nobody. He can See, I, I was the young one, so I didn't know how to bob and weave then. <laughs> but, yeah. This is good. It's they because, was coming from all directions. He was getting them. When we was in high school, I don't know if y'all remember, Adrian, we got whooped with them boards. When we played oh, a yeah. dozen, they give you a dozen. Oh, yeah. That to the principal, they get you. The coaches yeah. would get you. Man, and look, I was all of that in the bag of chips. I played sports, basketball, football, you name it. But when it got around to that ninth pop in that same spot, oh, the pump came out of me. I had tears rolling. <laughs> Them tears was rolling. <laughs> Shoot, you can't hold that back. I don't care how cruel you was. Like, God, can you change spots? Can we move? I got all that booty muscle back there hitting. That thing was hitting me in the same spot. You know, so that name pop. You got three more to go. <laughs> I was screaming like Mariah Carey. <laughs> I want to let everybody know I was getting beat. <laughs> but then I go right back to class. And I used to be a comedian. I used to shoot the dozen like Rudy Ray Morris. So I went right back to class. Somebody cut on me. I just get to work. I go to work. <laughs> I, I grew up listening to Richard Pryor. I was I had it all down pat. I talked oh, about yeah. your, three three ways in, in one language. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, that stuff is taught. So, yeah, we didn't have that. And so that's what we're missing today because the kids that are being raised single parents and the mom don't want it. And I got I see I see young men bucking their their mom. I had a I had a cousin down in New Orleans just cutting up, whooping his mama. Like, Lord, they need to bring him to Texas and let him stay with Bull for a couple of weeks. <laughs> He'll go home. He'll go back being a priest. <laughs> so that's what it was, Doc. A lot of that. We had a neighbor. That little kid used to cuss badder than me. He was, I thought I was something listening to Richard Pryor. That little boy cussed like a grown man. He came to our house. My daddy warned him twice. That third time, he jacked him up like that was his kid. I just said, boy, you better recognize that. Look, common. You can go to somebody else's house and get the same behind whooping that you was going to get at your own house. Common. <laughs> like, it didn't matter. It was across the board. And but it's funny how you say that, though, because if you look back at it, all of the things that we've been through, everything that you've learned, most of the things that really stick with you 
are connected to an ass woman. Like they're connected to, like you remember, you can remember the woman. Like, you know, and, and that's how even just listening to what Kendra said, like that is the reminder that is the hindrance of doing it again. It's the bad thing that happened. It was the repercussion that was was that I received in that moment is why I know not to do this again because I ain't gonna have that conversation again. You know, like like I don't do money. I'm not a I don't I don't pick up money. Like if I see money on the ground, like it's it you gotta be by yourself. I gotta be all the way by myself and there has to be no one around that this money belongs to because if I see money on the ground, I'm asking four or five people, is this their money? I'm not picking up the money, mm. but I'm asking, but that's only because as a kid, I remember picking up money and my mom booked me like it was no tomorrow. And the only thing she kept saying was, you didn't have no money. <laughs> so how did you think it was your money? Cause I, you know, I. That's how she kept saying it. But you didn't have no money. That's called stealing. And from that day, I just, you know, even like, you know how they always say the money that jumps out the the uh, the, the the Brinks truck. Uh-huh. Like everybody always makes that joke, you know, if I'm in the traffic. And this has happened before they had them all on the news. The Brinks truck, the bags fell out of the Brinks truck on the highway. And now you got the highway people, they done pulled over and they all scrambling for these bags. Like two days go by and the police and everybody, they're on the TV talking about, we need you to return the money. Like we have all of your tag numbers, all of your VIN numbers. Like we saw everyone that was on the highway. We need you to account for that money. I just stood there with like, I remember my mom told me well, see, Adrian, we're from an old school. Now you gotta let me let me let me school you on something. Uh oh, here we go. Here I we got go. started. Early. Look, look. I got started early. Now it's let me just let me share this with you. Your your life experiences will shape you for tomorrow. Okay. I remember stuff that I did in elementary. Mm. I remember stuff that I did in mid grade. I remember stuff that I did in high school. I remember stuff that I did in college. And I certainly remember what I did as a grown man. Rule number one, I don't need nobody else to get in trouble with. I can get in trouble all by myself. That's it. Rule number two, I ain't Catholic. I ain't confessing nothing. (laughs) They kicked me out of the Catholic church. And I wouldn't even raise Catholic. I went to church, Catholic church with my friends because they were Catholic because I wanted to see what they do. Well, I'm walking in, the man trying to give me some little white bread. I told him, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, and no then they tried to get the grape juice talking about they were going to do And I'm like, they, they call that communion. I'm like, no, nah, nah, I'm good. And then they told me to go in there and tell them what I did. I said, no, wait a minute. I know that wasn't right when I was young. I'm like, I, he asked me, well, what did you do wrong? I said, man, what you do wrong? You the one in there in the cave. I'm out here. What so they kicked me out. They told me not to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was okay with that. But here's the deal. We were playing neighborhood football. I remember the briefcase come off the freeway, money flying everywhere. We ain't getting no money back. We call that a blessing. 
They say money don't grow on trees. So that's what your mama used to tell you. My money don't yeah. grow on trees. Well, you didn't tell me it didn't fly. So if I see it flying, I'm getting it. <laughs> and number two, I'm going to open up this shirt. I'm going to stuff it all down that shirt, put my shirt in. I'm going to leave fat. Okay. And I ain't Amen. giving nothing back. Amen. That's Amen. mine. Amen. I found it. So what happens is, you know how people I always ask it. They always ask me this hypothetical. Well, what if you do, if you find a, a, a bag full of money? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do on live on, on Terrell's podcast. If I find a bag of Brink's money, uh, nobody ain't going to know I found that bag. <laughs> I'm going to Office Depot. I'm going to give me one of the money pins, and I'm going to go home and handle my business. <laughs> I'm going to be counting all night long, marking it, make sure it's real. And you'll never know. I'm going to burn the bag, the Brinks bag, where nobody can find the, 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 the evidence. So, you know, that's the problem. We talk too much. Yeah. If I find a Brinks bag, ain't nobody going to know. I ain't Catholic. I ain't saying nothing. That's you're going to see me rolling. You're going to just think Ken Business is doing good. Look how he riding, man. And I'm going to be broke off. That's the problem. People talk too much. Because you don't ask me a hypothetical, what you would you do if you find a Brinks bag? Man, it depends on how many bills do Brinks could break me off. <laughs> I didn't point no gun. I didn't rob them. They lost their bag. Y'all yeah. talking in elementary, losers, losers, sweepers, sweepers, finders, finders, keepers. Didn't they teach us that? Yeah, losers. Yeah. The agent. Yeah. I, was that, I was that cat in the kindergarten asking about these nursing rhymes. I said, what was Cinderella doing with seven little dwarfs? <laughs> I'm that guy. Why was Little Red Riding Hood in that bed? No, like Why was Jack and Jill up that hill? You know, don't so don't tell me I'm managed. I'm like, y'all taught me this. <laughs> I used to tell them, I told my teacher one time, Mickey Mouse was a black man. She said, well, how you come to that conclusion? I said, what color is his legs? <laughs> so, so that's what you do when you, 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 learn, you learn this stuff so when you when you do stuff and people characters in place now y'all seen it on the news where that kid found all that money and he was doing an honorable thing he turned it in I'm not going to get no bank back that money they lost he ain't, and then they ain't give him no reward yeah yeah no that, that's kind of that's oh, he was a good citizen Man, look, that's a blessing. Then Jesus tell his disciples, he said, the next fish you see, he's going to have gold in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you better you better understand, though, how to know when your blessing come and stop trying to be all, 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 you know, righteous and sanctimonious. Man, that's a blessing. You done lost your wallet and I found it. I'm going to be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you your idea in the name of Jesus, but that money stayed with me. <laughs> hey, but now seriously though, check this out, y'all. We do some crazy stuff. So Terrell, yes, if we would have, some of us would talk well how to respect adults. Uh, our house in the fifth grade. Watch this. In the fifth grade, I can remember this, Adrian. Fifth grade. My teachers was Caucasian. Her name was Miss Bradshaw. I remember this. I'm 58 years old. I was a, I was fifth grade. I was a, not even a teenager quite yet. 
Our house caught on fire. She was married. Her husband was confined to a wheelchair. She, she took me and I stayed with them for about a week. She took me shopping. I stayed in a house. She had compassion. She took me into her home. I was a student. She took me shopping. They bought me clothes. And guess what, Terrell? I went to Goodwill's with my mama. I remember getting clothes from Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Them glasses, that black rims now, and everybody like the ones I got on. Right. We wouldn't wear this back in the 70s because people would make fun of you. They'd be like, man, you look like professor. You, you got them ugly glasses on. Now they're style. We we wearing them as a style. Mm-hmm. But when my yeah. house got on fire, my glasses was in the house, and they burned with the house. My mom asked me, well, what they doing it off your face? Because <laughs> I, you know, peer pressure. I didn't want to wear them ugly glasses. Everybody was making fun. But mm-hmm. now they're style. But I remember, do y'all know to this day, you're talking about common courtesy. Do y'all know I still tear up and I still think about Miss Bradshaw wow. because of what she did? So, Adrian, yes, when we get beatings back then, it makes us deter from doing wrong because we remember. And so now what happens is society say you 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 child abusing these kids. Well, guess what? That's why they do a mass shooting. And I'm not prejudiced, but you ain't seen no little black boys doing no mass shooting. That's some folks who tell mommy that's my room and you can't come in. And mm-hmm. then we look at them like they're crazy because we know if we told that to our mamas, we'd probably be sleeping outside. <laughs> we oh. was constantly reminded that ain't your room, you just living in. I've heard that several times going. So here they are. They taking they taking him out of the school, God, and then they the devil creeps in. You take God out of the equation, God, the devil sneaks in. Same way with your life. You take God out, the devil gonna be you're gonna act like a devil. So the discourtesy is how we was raised, but yet and still the people who were beating their kids. I tell my kids, hey, I got all kind of beaten, but I made out pretty good because mm-hmm. now I'll be a good person to society because I'm not fit to go out here and rob nobody. I'm not eager to go out here and shoot nobody. I'm not going out here starting no fights. Well, guess what? All of that tied to you either going to get beat by your parents or you're going to get beat by your, your, your friends. Mm-hmm. That part. Because they're playing silly games. They beat you down and you're going to learn some sense. So you learn how to respect people and treat people the way you want to be treated. And so, but now, man, you better not lose your bag because if I find it, I'm going to say that's mine. <laughs> well, well, the reason why I thought I thought about this topic is because living overseas in, say, in Japan, I noticed there's a, there's a huge difference between the United States and Japan. And I'm in regards to common courtesy and respect. I notice in Japan, you know, the kids respect the elders, the kids respect their mother and father. They don't talk back to them. They say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. The the parents get on the kids, you know, to do what's right and make sure they focus. Get you here in the States, I see just mad disrespect, mad like what you all was talking about for as Kids talking back, cussing their parents out, beating their parents. Uh, a, a kid 
telling the parents you're not respecting me but yet and still they still in middle school or <clears throat> elementary or high school so this is the reason why i kind of brought this this topic up because there is it's a big difference between the two that i noticed and it seems like the younger generation really don't know how to define respect they think just because i'm here and i'm present physically you have to respect me versus you have to earn the respect and i don't think they understand how and what manner that you must earn the respect well because society has changed it to the point where you don't have to earn respect you can be who you are we we have to respect you for who you are you no longer have to go along to get along you could just be who you want to be and we have to then accept it there is no what like so they look at it the way that we were brought up and say that it was wrong they look at it and think like some people would say it's abuse the way our parents beat us like you said with anything and everything my mom beat me with whatever was close mm. i remember getting i got beat with an aluminum foil box I still to this day don't pull the sheet out of the aluminum foil box because of the serrated edges. Oh. I'll ask somebody else to grab it, but like, can, can can you please grab that for me, please? But I got beat with an aluminum foil box one day, and after the beating was over, then the blood came because she forgot that it had a serrated edge, and then I almost got beat for bleeding. So you. You know how that is. Like, you better stop bleeding because I'm not taking you to the hospital. Like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm not <laughs> But these are the things that we were subjected to. But now we are adults and we're fine, like Ken said. But our children today, like, first and foremost, our children don't even like to get yelled at. They don't even like to be, you know, like, if someone raises their voice at them, you can tell, you can see them lose a notch of confidence in themselves and then want to go cry or something. Back in the day, we used to get the, I'm going to get, are you crying? Mm -hmm. You want me to give you something to cry for? Cause like oh, that yeah. was the thing. Right. Like you, you ain't just crying to be crying. What the hell are you crying for? You mm -hmm. want me to give you something to cry for? Because understand that this, what I'm doing right now is I'm telling you something and you need to stand there. You will listen. You will stand there and look like, you hearing me, not know with your head cocked and all the other kind of stuff. Rolling so, your eyes. Child, please. You wouldn't <laughs> you wasn't able to look like when my mom talked, we used to look down and like to the right. It was like down to the right. That way it wouldn't be like you was rolling your eyes or you was blinking too hard or not paying attention. Like cause all of the things that happened happened. And they happened all at one time. These children today they believe you know their opinions matter you know growing up i never had an opinion mm -hmm. like i it, it never even it never even occurred to me that i could literally voice an opinion let alone have one okay you didn't get opinions until you got around your cousins and then your cousins would hear something but like oh she's mean or something you know what i mean like they were saying in a different way but you would never hear it in that manner but the kids today, I mean, you could just tell even by their work ethic, they're not built the same way. You know, like, it's unfortunate because even on, like, the ball field, you know how everybody became, like, you all get a trophy? 
Like they right. started as Patric the Patric the uh, participation trophies. Yeah, not a so it was like with that. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to actually win because we all win. Like we all get the same thing. Like, what the hell is that? Like who like where did that come from? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it's just a game, but okay, wait, there's a winner. It need to be. Like, how do we go from striving to be on top to being okay with not even wanting to be close to the bottom and then talk about it and then be all right and then have an adult say something to you and you like disregard them or literally say something back to them god forbid like it's one thing to just not say nothing but mm. these children don't even not say anything they actually say <laughs> what it is that they're feeling and then it's like we have to, we're supposed to be able to take it, I guess. I don't, I'm so working you, on it. So I'm still think, working on that. I, so still, I speak my mind. I do. I speak my mind. And if you're younger than me, unfortunately, you just get the bad end of it because I have to put, I have to tell them, shit, I did it. So if you have never did it before, today is the day that you will do it. So do you think because of the lack of common courtesy and lack of respect is one of the many elements the reason why, and I'm going to put it out there, the country, the United States has became so weak to the point where we have no respect and not getting any respect from any other other countries. Well, we're getting the respect. It just, you know, you got to understand here's where we are as a country. Some ways we're hypocritical because we're still dealing with racism in our own country. Uh, some of those people have gotten it, they perfected it. They will smile in your face and stab you in your back as soon as you turn. You just gotta know who you're dealing with. You know, I was watching the Bernie Madoff documentary on Netflix. Bernie was rolling. He was on a roll. Mm -hmm. But it was two white people that was just being nosy. That's how they got busted. They was digging. How is he doing it? You know how you get on the elevator, they want to know, oh, Terrell, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> I was in a hotel in Galveston, you know, vacation, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going down to Starbucks to get me coffee. I got my little iPad with me, the new version. Cat going to ask me. Oh, they gave you all that? They give you all employees that to work with now? I said, excuse me? Ah. Was, I said, I said, uh, you trying to say a nigga can't be on vacation like you? <laughs> I said, man, I'm going to Starbucks with my $1,500 iPad. <laughs> uh, got it twisted. I don't work here. I'm vacationing just like you. So that, that mindset is still here. Entitlement, thinking they better. But that's not everybody, but it's still here. Goes to show you. How you gonna think I work here just because I'm black? Mm -hmm. Just because I, I mean, stereotype, you know? So yeah, it, it's because of what was being raised and that injecting into people. Now, is everybody, see, it's amazing how as black folks, we quick to love on them. But to see, I'm still trying to figure out if we got a black president that we all shouted and, 
Yahoo about, but we still getting shit shot at. How you gonna pull a gun on me, but you pulling out your taser on that one? And when I see the videos, how they beating them down like crazy, no, they should have got shot, but they pulling out tasers because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would have been me or you. They would have hurt up and shot. It's, so a lot of that is just self-taught stuff. So when we look at what we're dealing with, you know, I understand when we get into argument, we might call each other those names. I went to school with Hispanic people. And you know how they got down, 10 want to fight. So we would just stand there and say, okay, if y'all want to fight Adrian, it's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. We're not going to let 10 of y'all beat up Adrian. Whoever you got her beef with, y'all can go for it. Go for what you know. May the best girl win, but it ain't for to be 10 on one. Mm -hmm. I know because I was dating them and I fought three of them by myself. I tell them, I said, man, ain't nobody who wearing baggy pants for the whoop me. That ain't happening. <laughs> That would be a disgrace. <laughs> so common courtesy, you know, I made a joke about a guy. He was a little guy. His girlfriend was pretty big. And this was in high school. And he pulled me to the side and he said, Ken, we don't do it like that. He said, we love from the heart. And that taught me a lesson to respect people no matter what their choices are. If that's your thing, you like big girl, okay, my bad. That won't happen again. Never did. But it was a smooth, the way he did it. So a lot of that stuff we have to teach the same way we teach our kids. And then as we see the ones who are not doing it, it's because of lack of teaching. Mm -hmm. I called my father-in-law one time and I told him, he answered the phone. I said, y'all didn't beat her ass enough and I hung up. Wow. I was talking about my wife. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's what I I'm told him. I said, I'm done that, with you. Right that now. ain't my job. I'm she my wife. She ain't my child. But I'm seeing stuff happening that like I told, I said, you just didn't get beat enough. Wow. Because she was light skinned. And you know us light skinned people, we bruise. Oh nah, yeah. Somebody I, 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 I dated a dark skin once. I mean, you know, but prejudice against my own sister. <laughs> I don't know. I dated Warren once, but you know, they got some nice, beautiful chocolate ones out there. It's just, you know, we 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 creatures of habit, you know. We start, you know. But I ain't gonna say what I was about to say. We're on podcast. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to real that was because someone else might be listening or overhearing it and yeah. it'd be like, what do you say? So how would you all approach or advise? Or do you well before I ask that question, let me ask this other one. Do you think what's missing in common courtesy and respect is the fact of not having the right, I would say, mentor for those that like what like what Ken was was bringing up, you know, single parents, single mothers that may have a male or a female as a, as a child, or you may have even both, that they lack that that role model to mold them, to guide them in, not just in the black community, but just any child. But again, they have to be taught. And if you're not a, if you're not a child anymore and you're a grown person, then you gotta be corrected. And if you're a person that can be corrected, but you know, it all stems to one thing. 
you know, if you read, that's how you learn. And a lot of people don't read. That's Let's talk the Bible. We won't even talk about the Bible. I mean, I saw the clip on TikTok where the brother was giving out Bibles and people were saying, no, I don't want it. He had to pull the money, thousands of dollars. The, the greatness, that's what he called himself. Doing a great thing, just trying to get out Bibles and people were saying no. But, you know, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. So when True. you pick up a book and read, then you learn how to not only treat yourself, people you Dale Carnegie was one of the best book I read when I got in sales the three C's how to win friends and influence people was pretty instrumental because it taught you something the three C's don't complain criticize or condemn and if you're going to live by those three C's then you don't get caught up in it I'm not going to complain I'm not going to criticize I'm not going to condemn them three C's will keep you out of trouble mm. But it's just something that you read. So if you see somebody who's being that way, that's acting in that manner, that's because they haven't been taught. But if they're an adult, shame on them, because that's why we got all this road raging going on. People act, grown people acting like spoiled brats. Yeah. They want to shoot at Adrian because she cut in front of them. They want to fight me because I, I didn't move quick enough. I'd be riding on my motorcycle, man. The light turned green. They blow the horn. I just sit there and let it ride. And when it turns yellow, I burn off. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. Oh, my goodness. You know, because they sitting there impatient. People act like they're having a heart attack. The light turned green. They want to blow like you just done caused World War Three. Impatient. What if somebody drunk running through that light? I could have saved your life if you being impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing how when we drive, we have to have the popo there for us to drive right. If not, everybody acting like they speed racer on a <laughs> 35 mile zone. That's true. It's because we act like we gotta have supervision in everything we do. You're only gonna act right because you see the police. You're only gonna drive like you have since because you see the popo. When people be doing right. 55 and I'm like, man, must be a cop up there. Well, I'm crazy. I just ride by all of them speeding, man. Because if it, I told one of them, he caught me. He said, "Man, you were speeding." I said, "Well, you were too. You caught me, right?" <laughs> we both for speeding, you know. Let's let's confess this. Oh so, my god! It's, 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 that's how it is. People in society, we just got to have common courtesy, and when we have common courtesy. It makes life a lot better, but unfortunately, everybody don't operate in common courtesy. Look at all the rappers we see getting killed. Take off at a dice game, wasn't even playing, but he wound up dead. Why? The foolishness. Yeah. But yet, instead, you go to prison. They tell you you got to get up at six thirty, go eat breakfast by seven, and then go work for fourteen cents by eight, and when to go to lunch. And now you got to go to bed when to turn off the lights, but you couldn't mm-hmm. act right when you was free. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. We need to have on your podcast one of them shows because I made a guy mad. I said, now wait a minute. You go to this on the line of discourtes, I guess. How you gonna go to prison? A male, bang somebody in the butt, a male, and come out and want to be with your woman as if you ain't did nothing wrong. Nigga, you gay. No, jail's different. That ain't no different. <laughs> jail is a different situation. It's a different, it's a different scenario. Different set of different set of um, circumstances. That's what they say. 
different set of circumstances. And while they're in, it's what they do while they're in. And then when they get out. And Terrell, we need to do it because, hey, it's because I Because I think, yeah, we should do it. And I think we're going to do it because there's a question, and I'll bring it up, but, you know, we can talk more into it. Why these guys wearing saggy pants when that was a sign in jail that you were ready to give up that booty in jail? But then you talk about, you know, the the the, the gay community, the the trans and all that. You talk about them, but you walking around symbolizing the same thing, but you're doing it on the outside. But doing it in secret because they want to be hard in public and soft in, in darkness. But the thing of it is, it's really not about bashing anybody that's homosexual. That's far from it. Because right. truth be told, I went to school with gay guys. I had, you know, I respected everybody. But I really liked the gay guys who were funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the ones that two beers and a mustache. Not them gay guys. I'm talking about the ones that, you know. <laughs> two beers and a mustache. <laughs> dressed up and just care, care this, just, just character. Just fun to be around, you know. Mm-hmm. They wasn't doing no harm. They was happy. They was cordial. They was respectful. Because even the ones who were disrespectful, because I grew up with well, my buddies, a couple of them we caught, you know, banging them. But I told them, I said, hey, that's your thing. But when they break, I, I never forget, they had one that was selling tamales and he had a truck selling tamales. And dude asked me, did I want to trade? Okay, well, I didn't know what that meant at the time. So I go home. I go home and I asked my dad. I told him, I said, hey, dude asked me, do that want to trade? And my dad explained it to me what he was saying. So guess what I did? I didn't go back over there, hostile agent. I went over to him. I said, listen, we're in the same neighborhood. I see y'all every day. I know you're homosexual. I said, but I never disrespect you. I speak. I be cordial. I said, but please don't get it twisted. My dad told me what that meant. So I'm going to tell you. If you pump like that to me again, it's going to be some problems. I said, but other than that, won't be no problem because I'm going to respect you, but you sure going to respect me because I'm a lesbian. I like women. Oh, my God. I'm a lesbian. I but like see, I women. I had to take that information and find out what it meant because, again, that was the first time I heard it. It was disrespect. But then now that I know, so when you know, you know, you, you make different decisions. Now I could have went gangster, and but that wasn't the time. I just hey, I'm 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 letting you know where I stand as a man, and I'm letting you know now. If that happened again, we fit to throw these hands up. Have some serious misunderstanding. Yeah, because I'm gonna respect you. See, I'm from I was from that old school when well I had a young lady slap the daylight out of me. Her sister, one of the girls I was schooling with, but her sister slapped the daylight out of me. And I asked, I said, please tell me you got a brother. I said, because I'm not <laughs> you. I said, I don't fight girls, but tell me you got a brother. If you even got a cousin close by. I said, because I'll I take it out on him. She said, no, I ain't got no brothers. I said, well, you lucky. But I said, I, sure, I don't fight girls. I learned that early in life. But I had got sucker punched by another guy. Discourteous, Terrell. We talking about discourteous. He sucker punched me from behind, in front of some girls that I was trying to rap to. You know, be cool. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, agent? I went back to school the next day and I found his little brother and I clocked him. 
Wow. I said, now go tell him I did that. Y'all know where I stay. Y'all know where I, on my, what route I take home. So, you know, we, we, we learn this stuff. My brothers taught me how to fight. They taught me how to, how to shoot dice. They taught me, you know, some of the stuff we're supposed to know about boys and girls because I was the youngest. Mm-hmm. They taught me how to shoot them dice when I learned how all of them numbers work, but I was, I was dangerous. <laughs> I take a grown man rent money then. <laughs> so yeah, that stuff works, man. We courtesy, but we have to be we have to teach that stuff. And and unfortunately, we're in a different time and, and we see it. And I'm I'm concerned about the time we're in now because I, everybody want to wear ladies' clothes and wear, dress like a woman, be feminine. I'm like, man, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to man up. We got to teach the young brothers that they, they don't. You know, so the society is going in a different direction, but we, you can't really be too alarmed because if you, t- been, you used to go to Sunday school and you paid attention, they taught you. And when you get in church as a grown person and saved, they say in the last days, these things were going to happen. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you all this. Now, I know this is one of those issues that's been coming up and there's been like uh, individual parents, a group of parents that's kind of like going against the idea of a transgender male using the female restroom. And a lot of them are saying that's being disrespect when you have little girls when the other side of the party is saying no it's not so where can that be defined as what is actually respect in this type of manner well you know here's the thing i'm not homophobic and i never will be but if you choose to be that live that lifestyle don't come and act like you're entitled uh, demanded me to change my beliefs and what I stand for. Because I have three granddaughters. And if you got a, a Jimmy swinging down there and you trying to go in the girls' bathroom with my daughters in there, you could have some problems. Mm-hmm. So it's like we can't push the agenda on somebody else. If you want to be and live that lifestyle, I can respect you as a neighbor. I can respect you as a coworker. But when you're trying to push the agenda, Mm-hmm. That's where the problem comes in at. I was had my daughters in the mall Christmas shopping, and man, they, they were just, I seen it in high school. I saw it coming. The principal had to make an announcement. Hey, guys, y'all can't do this. If I catch anybody doing this, you know, it's, <laughs> wow. it's, 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 it's a, so we can't say you can go into the girls' bathroom because you're going to offend somebody. You have the sex offenders out here now. Right. And I that's I don't it. I don't send my grandkids to the bathroom by themselves. Number one, I was at a baseball game. I took my granddaughter into the male bathroom and you know right. shattered shattered her in, cleaned the seat for her and made sure everything was safe. But I'm not gonna send a kid to the bathroom because there's too many weird people out here. Mm-hmm. But when you say you are a transgender and you still have that male part and then now you wanna go prance into the female bathroom because you have this gender that you're going by, uh, then you're not you're not thinking for everybody else. You're not thinking about the young kids who 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 don't understand that and to see you coming into their they atmosphere and they see you as that male, you might look it, 
But then, you know, if you're going to go that route, that's why I think at one while they was trying to pass a law to where they had their own bathroom and they can go in their own bathroom. But that's catering to, to the need of that, I call it, choice for situation. So, well, if the world had it their way, the world would want everyone to cater to that choice of situation. And the longer, you know, the more we get into it, and the more okay. they get everything. It's a choice. It's a choice. I don't yeah. believe people are born this way. I think it's a choice, my opinion. So if I choose to be a whoremonger, then I'm a whoremonger. If I choose to be a faithful person, then I'm faithful. If you choose to be transgender, you are choosing it. They still have this debate about the 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 athlete and, and, and being an athlete. Should they run and compete with the females in track and swimming and all of that? So it's a lot going on. It's 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 like you're catering to something that got birth, and then you want to prance around and, and think that you're entitled, then I have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with your choice because that's your choice, but I have a problem <laughs> with you trying to bring the agenda that way. So we got to protect the innocent p kids who don't understand that. You know, it is right. what it is. Okay. Yeah, because that, that, I know that's been one of the biggest hot topics, like I mentioned, of, of parents and the biggest concern, like what you mentioned, you have child molesters who can lie and say that they're transgender or lie and say that they want thing just to go in there to, to terrorize a, a young child or to terrorize a female or what have you. So that has been one of the issues that I see adding on top of the other things for is the country's respect is kind of in my opinion it's out the window it's 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 gone um being in europe living there sometime i have seen and heard how even other countries have a lack of respect for the united states because they have no respect for themselves and for the people that live in the United States, from uh, Hispanics to how uh, blacks are treated, and and the amount of crime rate that is here in the United States compared to their country, United States has the highest because of the lack of respect and the common courtesy. That's not, and like what you guys have mentioned and, and discussed, haven't been taught, haven't been shown, and. And when they're grown, they're not trying to learn how to change and be in the right way. You know, cultural differences, cultural mm -hmm. differences. And so it's like if we had laws to where if you got caught stealing, they're going to chop your left hand out. Literally. Wouldn't have no stealing. That's true. If you got yeah, caught yeah, raping, yeah. raping anybody, male, female. And they, they they cut your little patty wacky off, then you won't be out here raping. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And they don't want me to be the president of the United States. I couldn't be the president because I emptied the death row. I emptied the prison. I sent them all over to Afghanistan. Y'all want to be bagged on over there? Yeah, I agree. But it's a I, it's a money it's a money thing. It's a money thing. They want them bodies in there to get 
get that money for having them sitting there, but free labor, according to three the meals a day, three hops in a cot, you know. Now get on out there to Afghani. Go chase some Taliban. <laughs> yeah, yeah, empty the prison. Send them out there. Bad boys, you know. Because it's a it's a it's a it's a talk disrespectful. You know, while we was playing basketball in the gym, the the Asians was learning trigonometry. We laughed at them. We laughed at them while they carry rice bags on their head. Now they own everything. Mm -hmm. I remember that. We used to say, "Man, why are you packing that bag of rice like that?" Well, now we see. Living in one household, we can't live together. Me and Adrian be fighting over that orange juice. Talking about that's my OJ. Getting a permanent marker, writing your name on the milk. That's oh, my milk. The last drop of the orange juice and then leave. Don't have life. enough sense to say, "Hey, Adrian, it's a little corner left. Why don't I pick up a new gallon on my way home?" But we don't think like that. That's just too much, like right. Tripping. That's how it works down in the trenches. And what we need to do is make. The stuff that is not talked about, the regular things that you talk about every day in your life. Mm. Like, why do we not be able to live in the same households and do things together? And how long is it going to take us to keep fighting at each other instead of learning how to build each other up so that we can be brick by brick by brick by brick and get out of our a trench person. Mm. We don't we don't we don't really believe that. That's another podcast because in the book in the book of Acts that they had all things in common. But yet yes. still we got all of the black churches from all denominations collecting all of that money on Sunday, putting it in the bank on Monday and can't borrow a penny on Tuesday. Mm. Yeah, because we had an episode that's we spoke about that's, the whole, that's, that's the episode right there, right there. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, Adrian misunderstood and I, we had an episode about the, the the black church in regards to annually how much money collectively that they collect over several billions of dollars annually. But yet still the community looks the way they look, that they're not really going back and investing, which is going to be another episode in that discussion that I want to make sure that you come back on because I know you have a lot uh, to say on that issue as well. So, but any last words from any one of y'all? Yeah, we need to start teaching it, practicing it, and then it'll happen because the thing of it is the agenda is still going forth now. Prime example, what me and you've been doing here lately, Terrell, we are still struggling because we don't really believe what we say. We talk that old crap, but we don't practice that crap. Mm -hmm. Because if we practice it and agents say, man, I need $10,000 by Monday, that shouldn't be no problem. Mm -hmm. Well, you're right. We got some episodes we need to talk about because I was a part of one group called, uh, when we was doing that Friends, Helping a Friend Network, Everybody was doing it because money was involved. And I went to a particular Hispanic couple to try to talk to them. Man, we've been doing that for years, but we're doing it on a bigger level. Right. And we're doing it, and everybody's benefiting because they keep helping each other. Do it right. Yep. They do it right. 
and that my god done right the things that can be done if they are done right so courtesy my last word on courtesy, I'm going to practice it with the people that I'm around. Be courtesy to them. I got to be courtesy when the agent come to Texas and make sure she gets breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> that must be like the best, that must be the best breakfast in Texas. Stand in line for the catfish and grits. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen. I, one thing I can say about the common courtesy is don't lose it. Those of us that do have it, we need to be more more outwardly as the example, like we were speaking on it earlier. Like a lot of us see things that go wrong, but then don't want to say anything. Like Ken was saying about the people that you hold the door for and then they walk past you and don't say thank you. You need to say something to them about the thank you. Not only do you need to say it for them, but there might be someone younger than them. There might be someone underneath your waist that's learning. And we still need to be teaching this common courtesy because even if it is not right now, it's not something to give up on because if we give up on it, then it won't be to come. But if we keep standing strong and we keep leaning in on our children, we keep asking questions that make them know that we're paying attention to something that they're doing, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. We, I'm not telling you to be out there telling people what they wrong and everything, but just asking common questions, making people become people again. You look around and you see that the babies that are being carried right now Mm-hmm. By the time they're walking and talking, we'll be able to say that there is a common courtesy coming mm-hmm. back to humanity. Because that's one thing that I do believe. We are in, as as Ken Mas says, the latter days, the, the last days. But it's not the last days like the earth is going to fall out. But it's the last days for you to be doing the raggediness that you're doing. And so that you can start in a new way, in a new day. That's what it is. It's like the end of the bad things that have been happening. And we can maybe seal them off and then live a new life. Mm -hmm. In our same lives. You know, everybody makes the end of the world like the world, like the world about to fall out of orbit. And everything's just going to be gone. No. You're still going to be living. So then the question is, how are you going to come into the new world? That's what ends. And I believe that it starts with our commenters. I do. Okay. Well, I want to thank y'all for out of your busy schedule to come out and have this discussion. Does common courtesy and respect no longer exist? Now, for those that's listening and watching, if you want to reach Ken Johnson and you yourself are interested in solar panels and want to save you some money if you look on the screen if you're watching you see on the screen and if you're listening is www.kwjconsultantsolar.com reach out to him for all your solar panels and all the trimming and everything because guess what this man knows what he's doing and he has the integrity that you rarely would see in anyone else out here. And, and also, 
you will, if you are an advocate for change in the community in regards to the youth, the next generation that's going to be taking care of you, your finance, your life, and all of that, then reach out to the co-host, Misunderstood. And if you're watching the video as well, it is posted for her website. But if you're listening, it is I am a industryllc.com. And so the last and final, subscribe to our Patreons. If you love what we're saying, the topics, make sure that you subscribe to Patreon for the for the latest episodes first. That way you get the episodes first before we put it out to anywhere. Make sure that you check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash in the T-H-A Trenches Podcast. All right. And Blast, if you, you can catch us on any and every podcast platform that's out here, including YouTube. But guess what? We want to say thank y'all for listening and continue to grow. Don't be bitter. Be better. And then execute. Peace, everyone. See you next time. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches.